0: Hey, welcome to this episode of the Bone Robot Games Podcast. I'm here with Ice. Hello, I'm Ice. And we're gonna talk about motherfucking Elden
1: Ring, baby. Hell yeah.
0: You ever heard of it?
1: I heard a bit about it.
0: This is for all the people I haven't heard about Elden Ring yet. <laughs> There's gotta be five, ten of them out there somewhere.
1: I met somebody at work the other day. I was like, you play video games? He's like, it's has got like... Uh, Call of Duty and stuff, I'm like, you you heard of Elden Ring? He, had, he hadn't heard of Dark Souls, he didn't know anything. Yeah. So there are total idiots out there. On, yeah, informed. well,
0: on the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I have two people that I know, my, my brother-in-law and uh, a close friend that I game with who I literally have only ever played Apex Legends and Overwatch with, like competitive shooters, and they both told me that they downloaded Elden Ring and they're absolutely loving it nice the funniest part about the guy shout out my boy magic man he was in the apex tourney with me that i did recently he uh he he, again i've only ever seen him play competitive shooters he played cod we play apex we play overwatch all of that and um he was like yeah dude I'm, i'm playing elden ring and Oh, by the way, there's going to be Elden Ring spoilers in this. I'm about to spoil some shit for people. Not too much, but I was... You You obviously know about Godric, the the, the yeah. one boss that... One of the, probably, like, the first boss, that, the first main boss that people get to. And before I had beaten him, I was like, so how far are you? And he's like, ah, I just beat some Godric guy, and now I'm just, like, walking around. And I was like, this guy has never played a Souls game before. Wow. And he's just, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I have a magic build, and I'm just like doing pretty good. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then sometimes we'll be on a, a chat call, like on Xbox, a party chat, and we'll just be like playing Elden Ring separately and, and hanging out, and he'll just be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? How'd that fucking kill me? And I'm like, yeah, he is playing Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, he's, cool. he's getting it, just like us. He's one of us now. But yeah, so it's it's inviting new people in which is interesting, and they're enjoying it. I think it is the most accessible of the the Souls-style games so far.
1: I'd say it's definitely the easiest one. Yeah. So far for me. I haven't beat the game, so it could get a lot harder spontaneously, but the um, way they change the mechanics and how forgiving the stealth is, it's a lot easier.
0: Stealth is very forgiving. There's like so many items you can craft. There's like so, um, sites of grace everywhere. I have to always... Hold up a beat and remind myself what the actual terms are because sites of grace and bonfires <laughs> and Estes flasks and you know it's all. You went through three games of it. How can you start calling it something else? Yeah. But you know, first impressions. I'm in love with the game. I can't put it down. I have 34, 35 hours in it so far. Um, and one of my favorite things, probably my my most favorite thing about the Dark Souls series, and this was this really like was what in like what enraptured me about Dark Souls 1 was the level design is just so premier. Yeah. And they do a really good job in this one where it's something about it is like the scale. I, I, honestly this game is so big, but in spite of it being big, there's always like these little hidden areas. You know, when you look back to Firelink from Dark Souls One, the very first thing is like you can go up to the Undead Bird Berg, you can go backwards to the catacombs, or you could take the very hard to find, like, hidden staircase right next to the bonfire that takes you down to New Londo Ruins. And, you know, they're all like so the the thing about the New Londo Ruins staircase that I find interesting that no one ever talks about is it's so it's like the width of the character. And Things like that don't exist in video games. Whenever there's platforming, it's like... It's massive, right? And it's like a big, open hallway. And there's like tons of empty space and, and leftover space. And in here, in these games, every every ounce of space is usually accounted for. Obviously, now in Elden Ring, there's bigger areas. But in these... In, that's when like the game shines. You get into these dungeons. And there's all these hidden corridors. And you miss it just because it's just around a corner. Or just over a little hill. And you can't tell that it's there. And they, and they really make it so compact and tight in those areas that I just love exploring.
1: Yeah, exploring is very fun. I have a, a gripe against open world games, so I was worried about Elven Ring. But... I think they did a pretty decent job. I think it's still too big. I agree. Large.
0: I, I've said this before. Oh, uh, Games do not need to be open world.
1: I think I we, shouldn't have to run on my horse for as long as I have to run on my I don't Yeah. think the game needed a horse.
0: Well, the reason, I mean, uh, they added, they clearly, added, they, this is the awesome thing that they have done, is in most open world games, it's like, this feels like a slog to get from place to place. And thankfully, you just have a horse that you can summon pretty much anywhere at will, and it doesn't use stamina when you're in, in, unless you're in a fight. So that's like the quality of life change that they added. But I don't think it needs to be open world. If they make this exact same game, but the, the way in which you progress through all of these gigantic areas is linear, it's just a better game.
1: Yeah, I think they did some interesting stuff, though. Yes. Where, like the way they designed the giant world, it's not Breath of the Wild because you can't climb up walls. So mm-hmm. they can still restrict you from going certain places. There's like still area. I'm like, like thirty hours into the game, and I, like there's areas where I'm like, man, how do I get down there? And yeah. I've traveled like the whole continent, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to get down there. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah, and that's one of my favorite things. Yeah, there's other places that I've been like, how do I get down there? And I'm like trying to find a spot, and eventually I'm like expecting like a big drop where I could like clearly go down there. Yeah, like something within the. But then I, instead, I would find like. Sometimes they will have, like, those sideways tombstones that are coming out of the wall that yep. are, like, it's like a ladder you could jump down, but you can't jump up it, which is interesting. Yeah. Other times I found just, like, the cliff face was clearly, like, I'm like, oh, this is intentional. Like, I can jump down this. Yeah. And nowhere else on the cliff is it intentional that I can jump down it. So, but there's, like, messages and stuff that let you know what's going on. And I also think the the whole multiplayer system is, especially messages, are working out really well for having a big open world game like this i think that they have
0: done something to um limit the amount that you see because there's so many people playing this game like it would be just filled with messages right i actually think there's still too many that i see you know sometimes you'll walk into a cave oh actually now that i'm getting later in the game you see them less and less which is interesting as well it's a very cool dynamic there it's like you know a sort of meta where it's like, oh, yeah. there's less people here, obviously. But in the beginning, you know, you walk into one of the early game caves, and the entire, like, it's just like five or six of them in a row. And for me, that's sort of annoying. And I think it's only annoying to me because I never played any other Souls game on release. So when I played them, the messages were more spread out and more, like, uh, there was less of them.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever played one, like, day of release like this either. Where mm-hmm. I, I got this, like, a few days after it came out. I normally don't do that for any game, even if it's Dark Souls. So, But that's one of the unique things about Dark Souls. I was like, oh, there's tons of messages everywhere. Uh, I put my sign down, like, anytime I, like, enter a dungeon, I instantly get summoned. And uh, I try to summon people for, like, every boss fight. And there's tons of people to summon, which I'm not used to for Souls games. Yeah. I should play them a lot later.
0: Yeah, I actually am going to put this little anecdote in when um when dark when i first played dark souls one it was because it was on games with gold and i got it for free and it was on xbox 360 and they did a very annoying thing where um the xbox 360 digital server so i had the digital version the you know because it was a digital download for (laughs) games with gold and the digital download had a different server than the disk server so the only people that could come into my world were other people who had the digital version and yeah, so they're
1: severely restricted there was nothing i
0: don't i don't think i was able to summon a single person on my dark souls 1 wow. playthrough uh, i i would there nothing would there would be nothing there and like uh, that was a really interesting experience for me and i honestly wish that more people could experience it this way because i had like no help i struggled severely on my first dark souls 1 playthrough because there was nothing there there's no messages because there was very few people playing the game and so uh, i i do think that there needs to be a balance between having too many and having a lot because all i see now too is people think that think they're funny there's it, it was cool in the other souls games where you'd see a guy bent over and some random person would put try finger butthole, hole you know but now it's it's there's 200 of them i've seen already yeah i
1: did literally everywhere
0: it's a it's a freaking copy paste job. Everyone goes. Oh, it's my time to be funny. It's my time to write the butthole message. Everyone's like
1: Fortnite yeah. night everywhere. Yeah, Just, that's like a Fortnite joke. A Fortnite
0: joke. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh that one's bad. Try jumping is bad. I actually was I I started putting try jumping. Um, you know, there's several segments now. Like when you go up to the Stormvale Castle, you can go in the front gate, and there's like just a million dudes. If you go in the front gate and they just pound you with like bows and shit. And it's really hard to get in. So I've started putting try jumping in places like that because I think that's funny because it yeah. doesn't make any sense. I'm not sure if the, you know, if the weight of the joke is landing on people because you know, they, everyone puts, try jumping at cliffs where you clearly will die. Yeah. And I just put it as the hint in a scenario where clearly it will do nothing as well, <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense. So that's been fun. Also, I think I I noticed the other day, and I'm not sure if this is how it factors in, and if so, it's kind of stupid, but uh, I've had, when when a message gets appraised, you get, like, runes or you get health or something from it. I don't even really know. But I noticed I, because I checked, I only have a few messages down It tells you which messages you have and which ones got appraised. And one of the appraisals was, like, a bad one, but I still received something from it interesting so i think that if you'll notice when you look at them too if it, it'll say like appraisals you know 200 or whatever but it won't say like like a bad one doesn't make it go down a bad one makes it go up still it's just a total count of how right. many good or bad have been on there so i think i'm not sure if bad ones like it, it adds to the number so i'm not sure what sort of thing happens there but um uh, I've also seen this which I've never seen in Dark Souls game before, where I've I've come up on a message that for some reason had maxed out appraisals and it was just nine
1: nine nine nine. Oh yeah, I saw one of those at like uh, the round table or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: It was like one of the joke ones where it looked like he was like grabbing two dudes by the crotch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. He's like tried two- dual wielding or something. Yeah, that's so actually kinda good.
0: Uh, damn, he really did it. But yeah, so uh, I love the exploration. It's one of my favorite things about Dark Souls games. And this one really does a really good job because as far as open worlds go, again, I hate them. And there's something about this one that has really drawn me in where I'll go, I'll put a map marker, my own marker down. And I go, oh, this looks like it might be something on the map. Go and check it out. And as I'm going there, I get into a mini boss fight. And after the mini boss fight, I see a, something over in the distance and I go and do it. And, and then I actually turn back towards the my marker, and I can't get to it from here, so I have to circle around, and as I'm circling around, I find a cave, and when I come out of the cave, there's a teleporter, and the random teleporter sends me another continent away, and so, and then I turn the game off for the day, and I come back on the next day, and I go, what's this marker for? Oh yeah, I never checked that out yesterday. Oh wow. And it's just been like, like, there's just so much to do. The game is massive.
1: Yeah, I still think there's a few, too many empty fields, but Behind yeah. every corner, there seems well, not every corner. There seems to be stuff.
0: Well, that's where it shines. You know, in the in those in those corner places, or um, you know, I'm trying not to ruin it for too many people. But there's an area and that you climb up the side of a mountain through like a series of ladders, and it's like on the it's like um, wooden plank flooring on the side, like you know, nailed into the side of a mountain. It's a very precarious climb up this one side, and it was like such an intricate and detailed and. Fun and exciting part of the map, with a cool boss at the end and cool monsters along the way, and uh, that was like that's where they shine, right? But the yeah. part that wasn't fun was when I just rode my horse for forty-five seconds straight to get to the bottom of the mountain from where I was before. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so
1: they they really they still have the Dark Souls level design is still there. It's just. You're gonna have to walk through a field to get to it. Sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm, and I just don't understand the purpose of stuff like that, right? So, you know, if, for me, I just can't help but think like shrink all of the open fields by a third, maybe a half, maybe exactly, yeah. three quarters, right? Because like, there's no reason for me to have to run across a gigantic field, you know, to get from whatever, like a, a site of grace, and then there's just a big empty field, and you want to get to the next one, and you just run for whatever. Again, like, fighting enemies is fun along the way, but at some point you're like, you know, it, it's got, I mean, I'm 30 hours in, I'm starting to get this, where it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna fight a group of fucking random dickheads when I can literally just ride my horse past them and find the next site of grace.
1: Yeah, I don't fight anyone when I'm traveling from place yeah. to place. So, that, ride, that's, that's ride the... Patterson.
0: Yeah, that's the horrible part of an open world where it's like, why would I? There's been parts... I, I had a really big gripe with this one boss. I can't even remember what it is now because there's been so much content in the game, though. But I remember, like, fighting a boss... Oh, it was a bear when I was early on. I was fighting a bear, and he was, like, hovered over an item, right? And when you come up, he's, like, over it, and he instantly aggroes you, and you have to fight him. I tried fighting him a few times, and I was having trouble, and he's out in the open, and you can ride your horse. So the last time I just said... I just ran up, grabbed my souls with the horse, grabbed the item with the horse, and then left. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is sort of like defeats the purpose of the game. If I don't have to fight this guy, then why is he in here? I got that's, the item. Yeah.
1: I really think that aside from you can double jump with the horse, and that's very useful for exploration, I think other than that, the horse only exists because they have these big fields. Yeah, I don't see another reason for it. Combat is extremely uninteresting on the horse. You could swing right and you can swing left. You could do a delayed attack, or you could do a quick attack.
0: I don't. I didn't know you could swing left.
1: Yeah, you press uh, L one instead of R
0: one. Oh, I never have pressed that button in thirty four yeah, hours. it took
1: it took me like probably fifteen hours before I was like, "That is what does L one do?"
0: That is also something I wanted to bring up, where um, they don't explain anything in the yeah, game. Yeah, they don't. And a lot of people like that. I think a few more things need to be explained because they do. They do have that tutorial area in the beginning, down the pit, which yeah. apparently if you're If you're on the internet, apparently a bunch of people have been missing. And I usually don't have patience for people when they miss stuff like that, but I did have a very interesting... um...
1: I have a story about that after you're done as well. Okay, yeah,
0: I have have an interesting moment with a friend of mine, and he's a streamer, and he actually clipped it because I was watching him when he did this, and he was like, oh, I, I came into the stream, and he was like, fighting a giant, right? Like in the beginning of the game, you go past the tree sentinel and then there's like, if you just keep going, you go up the hill and that giant jumps down and there's like four archers shooting you. And it's like very hard in the very beginning of the game. Right. Especially for new players. This guy had never played a dark souls game before. So he's getting his ass kicked. And someone in the chat was like, just run past everything. He's like, I don't want to, like, I want to play the game. Right. Why can't I fight these people? And he would be like, he would like do something. And I'd be like, why aren't you sprinting? And he'd be like, I don't know how. And I'd be like, hold B. And he'd like do this, and I'd be like, why aren't you using your flask? And he'd be like, I don't know how. I'm like, why aren't you doing this? Why don't you that? He's like, I don't know how. And I was like, how don't you know how to do any of this stuff? They always have tutorials in these games where it's like enemies that shows you how to do that. And I went back and watched the clip. He walks up to the first guy that's sitting there, right, that tells you to jump into the hole. And so this is like new players to Dark Souls. This is the very first guy that you can talk to in the game. And it prompts you to talk with the Y button. I'm on Xbox, so I'll just use that but it prompts you to talk with the y button and then the first thing the guy says like all of the the spirit guys is dot 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 well he walks up and i counted this but i went back and checked because i wanted to wait if you press no buttons it takes four seconds for the next message to come up after dot right. dot dot so he's a new player right he walks up he presses talk it says dot 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 he literally goes i guess this guy has nothing to say and he walked away and yeah. then the new message never came up yeah, I watched it happen. It was a brand new player to the game, and he just walked past it, and I was like, "That's," I mean, you know, they they have so many other things nailed down as far as game design, and to like have this be like something that you could just brush by seems strange. See,
1: uh, My story is similar. I didn't, I never missed that area, but yesterday I went and I played the beginning of the game again because I remembered you told me you're like, "Oh, I want to talk about the opening." Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me make sure I remember it. So I went and I started a new character and I played through. And I, I saw that guy. The, fir- the very first thing you do is you have the cutscenes and then you fight a boss. Yes. So like, you don't even have Estes Flash yet, which is really I think is really cool. Yeah. The very first thing you do is fight a boss. It's like impossible to win. You're not supposed to. Uh, So then you die and then you're right in front of that guy with the hole you can jump down to and you talk to him. Mm-hmm. So I talk to that guy and then I jump down the hole and I go through the tutorial section. I open the door and I go. And I look out and where you start, there's like a... a a grace in front of you, and then there's the guy on the horse. Yeah, it's like an enemy on a horse. It's like a but He's a huge shield and a huge lance. I've never fought that guy. Uh, past him is a church. In the church, there's another grace, and there's a uh, merchant, and there's the smithing table. There's a whole bunch of very useful stuff in that church. Yes, I didn't know that until this second playthrough, because yeah. my <laughs> first playthrough. I got out, I touched the grace, I saw the dude on the horseback, and I was like, I'm not fighting that guy. Mm-hmm. Look at all this space I have. And I went around him, and there's caves. I went there, I went two caves that are behind the church relative to where you start the game from. Yeah. And so I did those two caves, and then I went around, and I didn't. I never went to that church. The church has, like, the smithing table, and it has the crafting kit. Uh, I have, like, f- I'm level 48 in my, like, normal playthrough. I yeah. still don't have the crafting kit. I've never <laughs> gone to that church.
0: You don't need to craft, which is another like problematic thing i mean i guess depending on playstyle, it helps on for with different items and stuff like that with builds but i have a full strength two-handed heavy weapon build and i don't need to craft anything there's nothing of value for me to craft in the entire game so far and i have 20 cookbooks or whatever
1: yeah well after i my first playthrough i didn't go to that church and i went to these caves and which is still cool i found extra stuff yeah but there's like entire features of the game i'm missing like, I don't yep. know about the smithing table. And I, don't, I, was, I was literally like, where's the crafting kit? I'm level 48. And I was like, I bet you I missed it at the beginning of the game. And now, on top of that, you, that big area with the giant that jumps down and the archers, mm-hmm. I never saw that. I went around that entirely. I went to, mm-hmm. There's that little, like, gate castle town or whatever you would call it with the enemies. You get the map there for the yeah. first area. I went there, and then I just went straight past that. Like to the northeast, I guess, instead of the northwest where the gate is, and I just went around that whole yeah. cliff. I never went through that gate. Yeah. So there's and so my point is, on top of you being able to just walk past the tutorial, there's a lot of stuff you could just walk past, and it's the fault of open world. Yeah. In all of the Dark Souls games, it was an open world in the sense that there weren't there wasn't level one and then level two. You could only go back to level one in that type of sense, but everything was a lot tighter. Yeah. Like, everything absolutely. was a lot more a little bit more claustrophobic. Like, you couldn't just go down... There were no huge open fields for no reason. That didn't exist. Yeah.
0: Like you could just skirt around games. so much stuff in this game. I have several... I have a billion instances of that, so I need to talk about some of that as well, but you're exactly right. Not only can you miss, like, key things in the game just because you don't have to ever interact with that area, um, for me, uh, a bigger problem, and this bothered me a lot, is I immediately went up the way that you said. Uh, the giant comes down. I fight him. I plowed my way through all that. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a barbarian. <laughs> I just... I killed everything. I'm, I'm a murderer. It's what I do in the games. Um, and so I go through all of that. I get to the next section. I go to... Stormvale, I beat Godric. I beat Godric first try on stream. Actually. I beat him
1: second try. I
0: he was he first of all. Let me real quick. We'll come back to it. But he's an amazingly constructed boss, and that fight was incredible. uh But so I I beat Godric. I'm like, dude, I I'm struggling. I beat margit I beat Godric. I'm getting my ass beat. Like it's a it's a haul, and I'm like, barely making my way through. And I'm getting frustrated. Like this game is kicking the shit out of me, and I'm but I'm making it through. You know that's the Dark Souls thing. I'm, I'm making it through. And I'm going. Maybe this is just a harder game, right? And I'm like, I, I, I'm probably at this point. I get like 20 hours in, and I'm playing. And so I open my map, and it's all brown. And someone's like, "Why don't you have any of this unlocked?" And I was like, "I don't know how." And they're like, <laughs> "They're like, see that little that little brown." peg on the map if if you've driven past a map spot you can go here and it reveals the map for you so i went to like five different areas and, and revealed all of the maps which i didn't even realize was like a thing you could do wow and then this is the part that bothered me the most so i went through all this and i fight godrick and all that and i get my levels and, I, and i'm 20 hours in and i end up getting pretty strong from doing that but i'm like struggling the whole way and I go back down and they're like, Hey, if you someone's like, Hey, have you ever checked this area out? And I'm like, No, let me go take a look, right? So if you when you go up like north of the of the blacksmith or not the blacksmith, north of the first merchant who gives you the who gives you the crafting kit. If you go north of him, there's a site of grace. And if you go left, you go up and you fight the giant that drops down. And if you go right, it circles down into like a whole new area with the swamp where the dragon attacks and all that. I don't know if you've been down there.
1: I don't think I'm gonna by a dragon.
0: Exactly. So that's it's what it can happen very early in the game. So um, I completely missed it. So I go down that area and I just like keep going south, and I get to um, like a, a castle area that's fortified by there's probably 20 soldiers in there, and it's like a really fun area. Except for it wasn't fun because I had gone the opposite way and I was 20 levels higher than this area, and I beat everything in one hit. So right. for me, the open world sucked because I struggled with the main game for 20 hours, getting my ass kicked, having such a super hard time. And then when I went to do the content in the other area, I'm extremely overpowered and I blasted through it no problem. Yeah. And I just didn't know that I should have went there. By the time that I found out that there was a dragon right next to the tree sentinel in the beginning, the, the guy with the lance the, on the horse, if, uh, by the time I found out there was a dragon there, I killed him in like five hits. I was so strong wow i just demolished him he's a weaker dragon obviously he's the first one you fight in the game but it would have been fun if it was the first dragon i fought but it was it was effortless i had you know i had by this point i have seven flasks and they all fully heal my health and so i've got you can you can you know i mean the you can if you're smart you realize you, you go in and i go oh at every i found two churches by now every church has a yep a thing of tears oh okay then i just go hunting for tears to get more flask uses oh i go hunting for seeds to get more things so uh, i was at a point where i was fighting a boss and i had like three flasks and somebody was like yeah i have six at the same point so you could definitely get more and i was like oh okay so i go and get more flasks and so the problem for me was some areas i come upon and it's a challenge and it feels really fun and it's um engaging and it feels like that dark souls experience and some areas i completely demolish and people are like yeah it took me you know 20 minutes to beat that boss and you staggered him in two hits and i was like yeah so it's that's the the bad part of the open world if this was balanced by them that i should be here at this area or this is the next location you will go after that one well then i'm fighting these in an appropriate level and the only the only time i'm going to be overpowered is if i purposely power myself up which i don't want to do and so I have taken the task on personally of just not um, putting any more points into health because I think that's the only way that I can balance it for myself. If the enemies just always do a ton of damage to me, then it's always going to be hard.
1: How much do you have into health right now?
0: I think I have like 25 points in the Vigor, but I'm like oh. level 70, so I, I, I had extra.
1: Yeah, I have like 28 into Vigor. More yeah. More 48. was like my first thing that I did.
0: I put all of my points into strength right off the bat that's all that's how I build my characters right I have I a put it that way. I found a, this is another problem I have that bothers me so 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 much and I think this has happens in other dark souls but it doesn't feel as bad for some reason where I have I went to some random cave and I found a cool two-handed great axe well it's a great axe weapon but it's a it's actually a rusty anchor and that's what I've been using as my weapon it's it looks very cool and that's why I use it Word, but I it's think I it's have that. It's one of the only weapons in the game that has a high strength requirement and no and low dex requirement. I literally will have, I have a, a, a inventory full of weapons. Thirty weapons in my inventory. It's like you know, you'll find a dagger, a specialty dagger, a specialty rapier that requires, you know, mid strength, high dex, or high dex, high faith, high dex, high intelligence, you know, high dex, mid strength, high. You know, mid mid strength mid decks. So like I even had to I've like started I was like I I'm stubborn and I don't want to put anything into anything but strength. But I literally have not found enough weapons that I'm going to start putting points into decks because I want to use something besides a giant rusty anchor for once. Because <laughs> there's a, there's a million options in the game and I don't want to go through the game using only one of them. Yeah. So that's just for me. You know there's 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 too much of stuff that you don't need. There's too much open space. There's too many weapons I can't use. And uh, that stuff, I mean, again, that being said, I'm absolutely in love with the game. I'm addicted to it. As soon as I turn this off, I'm probably going to go play it. Right. Because it is just so much fun to play.
1: <clears throat> yeah, they do a good job in certain areas, but I really think the open world has flaws that other Dark Souls games don't have. Mm-hmm. They've done They've done a lot of things. Like, so they try to, I think the way they tried to balance that might be that it is a little bit, takes longer to level up, for yeah. me at least. Like enemies don't give as much souls as as, uh, in other souls games. You would advance to the game, enemies start giving more souls, but it doesn't seem to have happened in this one yet. Enemies still seem to be giving like two hundred souls for a kill. Yeah. And there aren't a lot of enemies. Like uh, like I said, you'll be in this big open field, and there will be like a group of dudes in it, or maybe I can't tell because this is a big problem I have with the game. This is the biggest problem for me. I play on PC. I don't know if my computer isn't good enough. I feel like it should be. I just built it, like, last year. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a n- brand-new graphics card, but I did get a brand-new processor. And it can run, like, MMOs exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. But in Elden Ring, enemies are frequently completely invisible. Oh, And the wow. only way I know if there's an enemy is if I lock on. So a lot of the time, I'm going through areas just spamming the lock-on button. I haven't played the game as much as I want to because if I play it and none of the enemies exist on my screen, I'm like, well, I'm just going to take a break, and I just turn the fucking game off, yeah. and I don't play it for a while. Thinking maybe when I load it up, the game will load in correctly, and it can load in the actual
0: Yeah. enemies. Well, um, the good and the bad is that this is something interesting. is completely fine on Xbox. I've had no problems whatsoever with the game, but uh, there aren't a lot of enemies out in the open world. You'll often, the biggest thing that you'll come across is there'll be a pathway in the middle of the road and there'll be six or seven soldiers maybe as a, as a big group sometimes i think they might get a little bit higher but it's typically like four to six people walking down the road and this also feels like a case of a dark souls one thing where in the beginning of dark souls one it felt really polished and tight and they made like interesting choices and then like the end of dark souls one was like the, a giant lava area with no enemies and you just had to run across a field of lava for a long time and it, and it was just the same one enemy in 10 different areas across the map where here... It does the same thing. I remember early in the beginning, you're walking down a path and like a bunch of wolves howl and they jump out of the woods and attack you. And then that never happens again. Every other time I've run up upon a wolf, it's just been sleeping and I kill it before it moves. (laughs) And so you'll find sometimes several people in the world, but I'm also on a giant horse that is fast and doesn't use stamina and has a double jump. So if I can't go around them and stay out of their line of sight, I can just jump over them when I get there and then I just keep going. Yeah. And they de-aggro after a little bit. So it's not really, it's kind of pointless. But why, why would yeah. I get up? I hate horse combat. So when I fight these people anyway, I just jump off my horse and fight them. And sometimes I'm just like, why would I?
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I just press R1. Sometimes I'll hit an enemy and just keep riding. Like whether yeah. or not that hit even kills them, I don't yeah. care. I just keep going. It's just, there has to be an enemy on my right side, so I hit R1. Yeah. It's like there's combat on a horse is like it's not combat it's so simple like it's the
0: simplest exactly thing. well that's the and it's so rewarding even for even if you're bad like if there's there i got to like a boss later and this is the, the the thing that they don't do enough with with the horse i think is where i got to a boss later that you could ride the horse and fight or like he had a name at the bottom of the screen or whatever so i figured it was a boss you know right it wasn't in a missed room and I, you can ride the horse and fight, and it's like, yeah, I guess I'll use horseback combat. And then I got him maybe a third of a way down his health, and he hit me with, like, a crazy attack, and it kills your horse, and which knocks you off the horse and, like, staggers you or whatever. But – and people have I, – I don't know if I misread it or if I've never had this problem. Usually when my horse dies, I can just get back on it, like, a second later.
1: Yeah, me too. I don't – the game told me it's like, oh, it costs a flask to revive yeah. the horse. Yeah. And I've, I've never. never had neither I have I. Talking about.
0: I. It's very confusing, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I've never had to revive him. I could just get back on a second later. So, that's really weird and confusing. And also, I was just like, "Okay, this—it's not fun to attack, to like run up and down this boss's legs, this giant creature, and like smack him, and then run away and smack him again." I was like, "This isn't fun or like cool to do." So I don't know why it's in the game, but right. I
1: really think they could do without the horse if they just made the world smaller. It didn't yeah. need to be this big. I mean, we've a talked lot about of this the before. the world is completely empty. Yeah, if you just like
0: make some, just make levels. Just make levels. Just make levels. <laughs> just make levels. Like, you literally... I can't think of the names of places because there's so many, and I do applaud them for making a, a massive and, like, content-filled game where I when I find a new area and there's new places to explore, it's very fun and I really enjoy it. But I don't need to run across an open field for 30 real-life seconds to get from one point to the next. Yeah, and if you just take that entire area out, it's just a better game for it. And I really don't know why the distance has to be that big. You know, in my head, it's like they have to map out this whole area and create the resources for the land that you're traveling over and impact on it and collision and and all these different parameters. When they could just not have that, I yeah. don't know why I can't walk from you know a church and go fucking twenty feet and be at the the K the castle that I get to. Why can't I? Do they not want the enemies from the castle to aggro you? Then put it a little bit further back, or put a wall in between, or do something. But like having a big empty open field just feels pointless. It always has.
1: Yeah, I don't need Hyrule Field to be in every fucking game
0: anymore. Yeah, that is. Don't no the... like
1: Hyrule Field in the first place. Yeah, it's the worst it, part of Ocarina of Time.
0: It's the it's the burden of open worlds where it doesn't really. It's not fun to traverse that. I mean, you bring a perfect thing in, in Ocarina of Time where it's like, I the everyone, when they get out in the open world, is like, wow, this is cool. I like to explore it. And then literally the second time you get into it, you go, what's the fastest way across this
1: yep, field? You start backflipping. And you start
0: roll and jump and back, you fit, whatever feels faster. I'm going to do that because this is going to take me forever to get across it.
1: It's a, it's a tangent, but I think it's a huge flaw of Ocarina of Time that you exit the intricate and well-bit Kokiri Forest, and you end up in this fucking... Blank green land of bullshit. There's mm-hmm. nothing there, and you it's can literally huge... run
0: past everything. You don't you have to even engage a horse in. yet. Yeah. they're
1: just like go. They're just like all right. You need to go over here. And you're like okay. I'll hold up on my control stick for the next. Like,
0: That's what. Two oh minutes. my god. You, you. That's the preaching of the choir. That's fine. That's when I I downloaded Just Cause. Like I think it was Just Cause Four or something because it was on Game Pass, and I literally was I did a mission. You literally get into a jet or a helicopter or something, and it was like here's your next mission. And it was across the map, and I'm not joking, when I I put it as my location on the map so I can see it on my HUD, and it took me two straight minutes of flying in a helicopter to get there in this game. And I was like, this isn't gameplay, I'm holding up. It sounds so cool, right? You're like, "Oh, dude, you flew in a helicopter." It's like, "No, I held up on yeah, the control." Yeah, exactly. I did. I did. There was zero gameplay. I held up. This part is not fun. Why can't I just play? Press this mission, and it loads me right outside of it. Yeah, I don't. I'm I've... here to shoot the guns and use my grappling hook. I'm not here to fucking fly a helicopter. I don't care.
1: Yeah, I think if Elden Ring was all caves, I would be amazed with it yeah I would so give, that that I would is the thing 10 10 like everybody else did but that's the
0: biggest thing is where right when now. you get to these caves dude it feels like a classic dark souls game and you go in you're like this is so expertly built and the enemies are fun and they do all these interesting things and i mean there's still some qualms with it and it's not perfect but they do a lot that really feels great and makes me want to play more and keep exploring and find new items and um it's i will say that they're there is some sort of balance issues across every facet of the game or now another thing in the balance that i'm having is 34 hours in i'm starting to be like i don't want to do anything anymore i, I want to like like you know what i mean i don't i don't want to fight i don't want to collect crafting materials anymore 30 hours in i don't want to fight some of the enemies i've been fighting and now some of the new things that are popping up and i'm, I'm not i stopped doing them after two of them but i found like a building I can't remember what it's called. Uh, some tower that at the front has a seal on it. And like a magical seal. And outside says, find three, seek three wise beasts. And the first time I saw it, there was like a glowing turtle outside. And I was like, maybe that's him. But then I was like, I couldn't interact with them, And I was like, it can't, it doesn't want you to just kill this turtle. There's no way. So I just left. And then I found out later that it does. You just have to it find three glowing turtles and kill them. And they did, they did a funny thing where the one's up on a tree, and you have to attack the tree to get it to fall out of it, and it dies instantly, and they're all just right around it, and it's like a quote-unquote puzzle, and once you kill the three turtles, that the seal opens. And you go in, and here's, again, now this is probably my biggest gripe with the game. It's a magic item every time, and I don't use magic. And so for me, I don't want to respec to play a magic build because I like my build. I like playing strength right isn't there supposed to be build diversity in the game and I can have fun playing a strength build well no because I can only use I've only found in 34 hours I found one high strength weapon like I said or two and um but this one has better scaling and it's already level 14 so why would I use anything else and there's a million magics in the game and I keep finding them and I can't use any of them so all I can think is I'm not playing another 30 plus hour playthrough to try out a magic build
1: because yeah,
0: it's just not... I'm just not doing it.
1: The One of the things about Elden Ring is I can't see myself playing this game again. No. Dark Souls 1 I played multiple times. Dark Same. Souls 2 I played multiple times. Dark Souls 3 I played multiple times. But Elden Ring, I don't want to run across Hyrule Field 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 for the rest of my fucking life. Even
0: beyond that, the, the, the full experience of the game, right, is, is what we were saying, where... I don't know if you saw this, but the speed run for Elden Ring is like f- under an hour already. No, I haven't seen it but I, I didn't watch so. it but I saw I saw the uh, tweet about it. So but for me the the thing with Dark Souls, you know Dark Souls one you have to do all this stuff in order, right? For for a normal person it isn't going to like glitch through a wall or something crazy. Right. But you have to do all this stuff in order. There's no way around it. You have to at least do this this and this. So you know what you're in for. But like for me I don't my second playthrough I don't want it to be I look up where these specific magic items are the fun of the game is oh I found a new magic item oh it's called whatever dark blast I wonder what this does and you try it out oh I found gravity pusher I wonder what this does and you could try it out and with magic you know if you have if you find 10 spells that all have 20 intelligence or, or 40 intelligence you you can use all of them you just have to switch it out in your spell slot. For me, it's like, and it can be cool. You can find a new one. You can have multiple spells for several occasions. You know, all kinds of that. But it's like, I'm not going through 30 hours of gameplay to to do the same way because I've already discovered all this stuff. The element of discovery is gone. I don't want to ride a horse around a big empty swamp collecting poison flowers. You know, I don't want to fight this giant crab that I've seen 10 times with magic spells, right? I I, want, I can't use both of them. So for me, the only, again, the only problem with that is it just feels lackluster having picked a sword build, which has been, or like a, a weapon build, which has been my go-to in every Dark Souls game. It's been really fun to pick a big heavy sword. It just doesn't feel as fun because I'm not getting as many options. I have 30 spells in my inventory and 30 dex weapons, and I have a rusted anchor and a big brick hammer as my full strength weapons. I'd have to put dex in to get anything else. It's like I, you know, I get a cool sword unlock from a boss. It says Tommy's Great Sword, and it's and it's got 40 40 strength requirement. Cool, I have 50 strength, and it has 20 dex, has 17 dex. I'm like, I'm not putting 10 point 10 levels into dex or whatever. It's seven, eight, nine levels into dex because I want I would get to use that, right? What well, if the weapon's not even good? How do I know? Because I have to put with weapons too. You have to scale them up with with smithing stones. So I'm already at plus 14 on my weapon. you telling me that... What I, if I, I spend money on this weapon to get to plus 14 and it's not as strong and it doesn't have as good scaling? Then why would I use it? Yeah. So it's such a big commitment for me, for my build, and not a lot of reward. And yeah, it's the game difficult.
1: Seems, it's a lot more focused on magic because there's a lot more spells. I summon people for like every boss fight, yeah. and they always like do so much fucking damage with like some kind of... They'll either have some kind of crazy weapon with a crazy weapon skill, which will do like half the boss's HP in one hit, or they'll have some kind of crazy spell that'll do half the boss's HP in one hit. Yeah. It's it's completely insane how overpowered people can get. Which is something I think the game also allows you to do a lot faster than any other Dark Souls. You can become ridiculously strong, ridiculously fast. Yeah. And it's kind of absurd. Especially how you mentioned earlier with the you get the I think it's the Sacred Tears or whatever, you get that churches. Yeah. you get There's, like, I remember I went and I tried to fight Margit or Margett or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was getting destroyed, so I went and I found a cave, I found a new weapon, and then I went south from there, and I ended up finding two churches that were literally right next to each other, and I got a Sacred Tear in both, and those were the first Sacred Tears I ever got. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, what's going on with this game? Like, I could have just came over here and instantly powered up my flask, and it's – It's a little bit absurd how strong you can get in, like, every way. Yeah. And then enemies are still pretty difficult, they can be. So it's interesting. But the magic focus is definitely a thing. There's a lot more spells. They got rid of, um, in previous Dark Souls, you would have to level up an extra attunement, it was. You'd have to level up a whole extra stat to get more slots, but now that's, like, an item or something.
0: There's, like, memory slots you have, and you can can also boost it by, like,
1: finding items. You can get, like, memory stones, which I thought was an accessory, but now I, ha- I got one, and it's, like, in my key items. So I'm like, oh, I don't even have to equip this. I just have an extra... Oh, yes,
0: yeah, so I-, I didn't even know that it. either, so I've never even tried... I-, I got a bunch of memory stones. That's what you get from... I've done those two towers, you have to kill the turtles. Both of them reward a memory stone. Duh. So I just stopped doing it. So... Um, yeah, again, for I still am enjoying the game. I People laugh when I tell them my build because it's psychotic. I don't use a shield. I two-hand a rusty anchor, and I do jumping attacks over and over again.
1: Jumping attacks are so strong. I
0: stun literally every enemy I fight. You could stun uh, 99% of the bosses. The only people yeah. I struggle with are knights and giant full plate mail that when I do a jumping attack, they just poise through it and stab me in the face.
1: There's a lot of weapons in the game, but... I got, uh, there's like, there's like mini, there's another cool thing, there's like mini bosses that are just on the map, mm-hmm. where like you walk into a little circle and you press the button and then you fight a boss, which I think was cool. Yeah. Uh, one of them, yeah, I had to like, you had to parry it almost, I don't know if you had to, but I felt like I had to. And there's another one that was like a dog or something, but you got a weapon from it called like the Bloodhound Fang. Oh, I have that. It's the strongest weapon I have by far.
0: You have to use Dexterity to use it. Sorry, brother, I will never touch it.
1: Yeah, it's only like 16 or something.
0: Yeah, well, I picked the uh, hero, which off the bat has like nine decks or something. Because I figured, I mean, in every other Dark Souls game I played, I can just get like a giant Claymore or a Zvihander or something and and two-hand it and just pump points into strength. And so I said, yeah, I'll just probably do that because I really like doing it. And so I picked a guy with the low decks. I said, it's going to be my dump stat, strength. I won't need decks. And I literally, I don't know how I have 34 hours in the game. I've cleared out so much stuff, and I cannot find high-strength weapons that are only strength. So that's frustrating. And all this being said, I'm still having a complete blast with it. When you find a really good cave, which are most of them, you go through it, and it's fun to fight, and there's cool bosses... And there's uh, the weird ash summon things is really interesting. And probably my favorite place I have found so far is the underground area. Have you found this the Sophria underground lake or whatever? No, I haven't. So there's just like a there's just like a in the in the eastern middle middle in the middle east right in the middle eastern part of the map there's a uh, there's like a elevator that just takes you it, it literally takes like a full minute to ride and it just <laughs> takes you. Sat like into the earth, and
1: that's you get there, cool. and you're
0: just underground. And there's like these segments I found there's a couple of these across the map, which are just huge segments of the game that are just fully underground and just another area. That's and let, awesome. I when I tell you that this underground area was the most intricate and well built, like, um, dungeon of the whole game, <laughs> because it's the only part that is an open world, <laughs> yeah, because it, it's but it's a huge like area that's so uh, of oh, it's like a huge dungeon. And there was, like, within this dungeon, there was, like, teleporters that would put you, send you across different areas of it, higher up into different areas where there was another secret special boss. There was this weird, like, puzzle that they added where you have to light these, like, six braziers and then once you do you can go fight another secret boss And when you kill him you get a secret ash summon and like there's it was just really neat coming through the whole thing and the enemies were diverse and the way it was built was diverse and they make it look like you're staring up at a night sky like a purple and black starry sky when you're under the ground which looks really fucking cool and there's like all this neat shit and for some reason, you can still ride your horse down there, but, like, there's, like, these invisible guys, and then they become visible, and they – it's it, it was such a fucking cool area, and it looked cool, and it felt really cool to play through, and I spent a ton of fucking time in there to the point where I was like, I don't want to leave. Like, I'm done with everything, and I don't want to leave this area because I don't know when we're going to find something like this again.
1: Well, wow. That's pretty crazy.
0: But it was such a great area for me. and It was so fun, and I had such a great time going through it. Um And I still had that fun little Dark Souls flare when something would kill me. And I go, what the fuck? This fucking bastard hit me, you son of a bitch. How the fuck did that hit? Fuck you. (laughs) And (laughs) I had that moment several times. But still, this is what... I've said this before, but these games all still just have the Dark Souls factor, which is I die, I want to smash my controller through my own face and break my skull in half, and then I take a deep breath and I say, no, I can beat this. That guy's a fucking pussy. And then I die probably eight more times, and then i'm i have a gun to my temple and then i put it down and i say no i can do this <laughs> and then i do it and then i beat it and it feels really really good it that that rewarding feeling of eventually overcoming this difficult thing is good and i just can't help but feel that it would be that rewarding feeling that is the key to dark souls there would be better if it was not open world because the game would be more balanced towards it overall
1: yeah i just think they need they need to have a more curated experience, and they were really good at yeah. that before, and now they made it open world, and there's all these flaws that didn't exist before. Again, like, yeah. Players walking past the tutorial area, me completely missing the crafting kit, yeah. which apparently is like important to the game. I don't know. I hate crafting in like every game. Yeah,
0: me too. It's it's always bad, and it's not It's useful. always a waste of time. Maybe we're idiots, because like, again, I-, I just think it doesn't fit my build. I'm not going to put... Uh... And I like I'm not gonna put a coating on my blade that helps do blood loss because I kill enemies as soon as I can stun them because I get the follow up crit attack and it takes like three jumping attacks to stun them. So if they're still alive after that, I just jump attack them again. I don't need to do <laughs> blood loss. You know I don't I just don't need to do it. And so I've never I, I have no use for blood loss or poison or throwing anything. I literally have zero range, but I've never... I've needed it one time, and I just threw throwing daggers because I found a million of them.
1: Yeah.
0: But again, with the... With the uh, here's another thing that's completely pointless. There's like... It, part of the crafting is, like, you can make, like, bone darts or, like, poison darts. And the way you get bone darts is by using, like, thin animal legs or whatever. Which you can only get by, like, going and kill the random elk and sheep that are running around in the world. Which I just don't want to do. They don't give you enough souls. I don't want really to go in the fucking woods and hunt down sheep that are actively running from you. They don't even aggro you because they're just random animals. Not like, they're you know, it's like they'll run to you and just don't do any damage and it's free items. So it's like, I don't want to go collect these and make a fucking bone dart that does 10 damage so I can aggro a guy off the fucking ceiling. I'll just wait for him to fall and jump attack him. That's what I do.
1: Yeah, it seems like they added crafting because, oh, we got a big open world. Big old world games usually have crafting, right? Let's mm-hmm. put a crafting system in. That's what it feels like.
0: It's Yeah, it's crazy because there's so many... All the best parts of the game just feel are just the, the carefully... Like the small, well-crafted, non-open world parts of the game where... I, th- there was an open world part that, again, was still just riding my horse for a little bit. But the way that they did some of the stuff... And I don't know if this is going to be a spoiler for you, so I hope it doesn't bother you. But <laughs> there is um, a, a new status effect called Madness, which just... does like it just fills up a meter and then as far as i can tell when the meter gets full it just does 3 quarters of your health then you stand up and that's it word but i'm like running through a forest at some point and i just start getting madness on me and so i run back and i go what's happening and i realize that like the wind is blowing on, on like on on a timer and it's just giving me madness as i run through this area so i'm like running around like a fucking freak trying to figure out if I, how long this is gonna last, and <laughs> and where I'm going and what to do, and eventually I go around a corner, and there is a, uh, a, all I can see through the trees. It was such a great moment. There's like, I can see it like through the trees, through a little bit of a forest, and there's a giant flaming ball of fire in the on the horizon, and I go, what the fuck is that? Is that coming towards me? I was generally afraid, and then I go up a little bit closer, and it disappears. And then it starts up again, and it disappears. And then I realize when I'm when it's up, it's giving me madness, and when it disappears, it's not.
1: Ah.
0: And when I get closer, it's just a tower, which is the same copy-paste of a bunch of towers they have in the game where you climb up three sets of ladders, and there's a chest at the top. But when I get to the top of this, there's just, like, eight mobs, and they don't attack you. They're just, like, summoning this ball of fire that's casting madness on the entire valley. And I kill them all, and it stops and it was like such a and and as far as i could tell there was like no like lore or anything tied to it i mean there might be somewhere else cuz you know how dark souls is yeah. but but i just like it was a very cool experience where the open world kind of felt cool for a little bit because i didn't know what was going on i had to explore but there's also this factor of like i'm taking damage actively and i need to find this quick and there's a sense of urgency and and dedication behind it that you don't get when you're just walking through the field and you see a giant boss and you just go around him because you don't have to fight him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but it other otherwise, like my experience, there's there's this part at the top of the map where I go up and a fucking giant boss like plows into the fucking map in such a cool way that was like, it blew me away, and like all these bosses, they'll just sometimes dive in from random. They're flying creatures, they just dive in from out of fucking nowhere, is super cool. Um, I am having fun. Playing it, I like it a lot. Um, I'm kicking the shit out of a lot of people, and it's a blast. Um, you know, still overcoming. I, again, I don't have a lot of health, so overcoming fights is very fun. the The map itself is is fun to explore in the smaller segmented areas. It's not a giant open world like you said, where you go, "How do I get down there? How do I find that?" And then you get there, and it's like rewarding with um, a cool dungeon or like a little cave or. Some secret thing that's there to explore and fun, have cool fight, like enemies. It's a little, little, you know, tight Dark Souls segment. So, um, I'm having a blast. I think it is a good game, and I think that they've hampered themselves by making it overworld for who knows what reason.
1: Yeah, I I don't know why. I don't know what possesses these developers to say, let's make an overworld game in the first place. Mm -hmm. I'd, like, name a good one. I'd fucking dare you. Yeah. (laughs) Something cool that they did in Elden Ring is, uh, you, know, you worry, if you make an open world game, you worry, like, okay, we're going to put all these cool caves in. There's going to be tons of stuff to find, right? But then you're going to be worried, like, oh, what if the player can't find this shit? Mm-hmm. In the same way that we've already listed instances of players missing entire tutorial sections, you could just miss a cave that, you know, might be the best cave in the game. Yeah. And that's entirely possible. But something they did, do there's, like, these little statues. I don't know if you've seen these. I've only found, like, three or four of them. They're little statues, and they look like like ghosts or something. Like and oh, yeah. you interact with them and they put a light forward, that light always leads to a cave. Yeah. And I didn't realize that for, like, the first two that I found. But then after that, I was like, let me follow this more distinctly. Because one of them was, like, going off a cliffside, and I was like, you can't go down there. And there was, like, a bunch of the the pools of blood where people, the blood stains where people Just had off. tried to jump. Because yeah. there was, like, a, a ledge you could jump to that was going around a thing, but once you jumped to it, there was nowhere to go. Like, it was either... You fast traveled out of there or just jumped off a cliff and died. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very confusing. Yeah. But I don't know where that cave is. But I, I think have that's found a, cool a way to do I it.
0: I have found a couple of strange areas like that where you have to platform down a mountain in a strange way. And I was like, wow, I actually can't believe you could land on this. And again, it's like the width of a person. And right. I jump to it. And then I find a ladder. And then I go around a corner. And I'm like, this is a dead end. But then I see, like,. A little thing i go can i land on that and i do and then i i'm like and then i eventually find my way into a building into the site of grace here i was like is that the way i was supposed to get here because that was psychotic it did not <laughs> yeah. feel right
1: yeah sometimes that, they do crazy stuff
0: and so that's really cool and they do it it's like you're literally walking along a path again it's like sometimes it's even like less than the player character's like size and you're like one of my feet is on invisible air when i yeah. take this path and then and then you if you open up a door and you're like oh i guess that's the intended way to get here i have no fucking clue um but then and probably one of my other favorite things that happens in this game is and i don't i honestly don't know how it keeps happening but i'll go to an area i'll go down a ladder there's a, there's like a sight of grace behind me there's one in front there's no enemies nearby and i see a pool of blood and i literally watch a guy run up to a wall attack it and and die and then i go and i was like how did this how did this person die here Oh, and man. I just and I just have no clue, and I just don't get it. That that actually goes back to in Dark Souls 2. This is probably one of my favorite things I've ever seen, where I think in Dark Souls 2, you would press, like, a bloodstain, and it would show you, like, four or five at a time. Right. Or I think so. And there's this one segment. I can't remember exactly where it is, but you, like, go down a set of stairs into, like, a bonfire-type section, and it's just, like, the end of the line. There's just, like, a thing there, and you just have to leave. They do that in Dark Souls 2 a lot, where you just get to a dead end, and you just have to leave. Yeah. But on the on the bottom of the stairs, there's, like... Eight or nine blood stains, or whatever, and I press it, and you will literally see. I think I sent you a clip of this one time. You'll see like ten people run to the top of the stairs and just jump off, and and hit like the side ground and just all die. And I was like, why are they doing this? <laughs> what is possessing these people to do it? But for, that's like a little. I mean, that's not something that they programmed in. I mean, the blood stains are extremely cool, but like yeah. these weird characterizations of other people that you see in the meantime, are very interesting. And um oh, let me talk about this for a second, because I don't ever really play PvP in these games, and I don't really care for it in any way. It doesn't excite me. But I found some guy who was like, here, take these fingers. I didn't know what they do, so I used one, and it makes you invade another player's world. And right. the PvP is really bad. Um, the... that? So when you invade, it is a person who is asking to be invaded, they have to be asking to be invaded to get invaded, like with a different item, and they can have a friend with them like who is summoned into their world, like an actual person they know, or whatever, a teammate helping them. They can't hurt each other, and you can also they can also summon an NPC. So, the invaders can have, I'm not sure if you can have two or three, I've never had more than a second person with me, but the invaders are fighting to get the kill first, so you can you can hurt each other and also you can't you don't invade at the same time because it's like an invasion competition so i re- like the first five times i invaded with the items the guy gave me i would invade i would walk up there'd be two people standing there who are clearly on a team they want you to invade them because you have to use an item so they're ready to fight me and i have to fight a 2v1 and i almost never get someone summoned into my game and then i also on top of it, it's like I'm not sure what they use to connect people like online, but I have had a full jump attack go through an entire person's body, and then a half second later they dodge roll backwards and take zero damage. Yeah, that's always been a problem with Thundras. Yeah. Souls. So it's like, and then and then he casts 25 magic spells in a row, and they all track me perfectly and shoot directly at my butthole and bounce my skull through my anus like a basketball, <laughs> and I and I go, okay, this is not fun. Again, oh. this is not this is not built for me. I will literally see it. And again, I've been doing it on stream, so you could see it happening. I completely crush a guy with an overhead swing, and then he just rolls away. And I go, oh, I guess that didn't hit. And then he stabs me, and his sword's not even touching my body, and I take half my health. And I go, yeah, this is a very good thing that they've done here. Yeah, sometimes they they struggle. It seems. But, yeah, uh, and then I finally I did it until I killed someone, but I think that the other guy got the hit first because like the lat, the final hit before I did because all I got was like a rune, arc or whatever they're called. Yeah, that I don't know what it does. I've never used it, you and could,
1: so it says something about the great rune. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, I have a great rune from killing Godric or whatever. You but, have to power uh, up the great runes you before you, you can up use and them. Then yeah. You use it. But if I have I use the Rune Arc all the time because it gives me a tiny amount of bonus health.
0: Oh. Oh, so have you, are you using a powered-up Rune?
1: No. I Before I even beat Godric and had a Rune,
0: you, you use a just rune go arc? to the Rune Arc and oh, use so it and you
1: get a tiny... It's kind of, it looks like humanity in the other game <clears throat> where you'd have more health.
0: Here's another thing that... So now, when it, when it does work, it works well. So I figured this out on my own, and again, it felt very rewarding, but a lot of things you just miss, and it sucks dick when you need them. But on all of the the great bosses that drop great runes, there's, like, a secret area in their area that leads to, like, a big tower, a divine tower. And when you go to their specific divine tower in their area, like Limgrave has a divine tower for Godric, when you get to the top of the tower, you power up their rune, and then you can equip it. And it gives you special stuff. So like, I don't know if you ever noticed when you pause your game, it has your health and your stamina and your FP. And to the left of that, there's just like a big empty square, like where your like covenant would go in other games. Right. And there's, that's where the great rune goes. And Godric's just says increases all of your st- stats, but it doesn't tell you by how much, and you can't see it because you have to equip it at this special place or whatever. I haven't figured it out, but I know that you can do that. And I have his equipped and, um, yeah, you so, said
1: that you missed that, but the game definitely told me to do that.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that. That, but I, it, does it tell you to go to a divine tower to power it up? I'm not sure if it
1: said the word divine tower. I think it did. Because but that it, was, it was like oh. you have to go somewhere and power up this room to use it.
0: it oh, like I don't remember it saying that.
1: that. I got. There was a
0: lot of like, there was a, like when it was when it says stuff like that. I sort of still don't understand because it says you know you yeah, have to power up a this, lot of this great yes. It's like you have to power up this great room to use it, and I still go, what does that mean? And that's all they say. So I'm like, what does that entail? I believe they said Divine Tower.
1: Maybe I would already found the Divine Tower.
0: That's the thing. I guess that when you explore it, you find Divine Tower. You go, oh, maybe this is where you go. But each person has their own Divine Tower for their own ruins. So it's like I found a Divine Tower for a thing I don't have yet.
1: The game told me to do it, and I didn't.
0: Here's an interesting thing. I do want to talk about this now that you mentioned it. I went to to Godric's Divine Tower, the Limgrave one. And this was a really interesting thing. And I also showed this on stream. And I don't know what they're doing with it, if it's just thematically or lore-wise or whatever, but it was very cool. When I went to the tower, when I went to the top of the Divine Tower in Limgrave, when you look out over the edge, you can see the next, whatever the place is on the right, Car Carnea, Narn, Karen, I can't remember, Kalen. There you go. You could see Kalen, right? And so I was like, but I could see like a little building that looked like a fucking coliseum. And it was like all dusty and smoky. And then like beyond that, I saw the building. So I used like, I would drop a marker on the map and then I would see Mm -hmm. it go through that place or I wouldn't see it. And I would adjust where I put the marker on the map because the map was just like a gray smush. It wasn't unfound. It was just supposed to be all water. But when I'm standing in the tower, there's buildings there. And I go, okay. So I ping them and I go, I wonder how you get to that. And then I fast travel to the other side where the things were. And it's just water. It's just all water. Huh. So I was like, I wonder if they, if the Divine Tower is like supposed to be in the past or you're seeing relics of another world or something, See, you know, they do stuff like there's that.
1: A, there's a part on the map where I was trying to travel. It's it's past Godric. It's like on the north. It's like to the north and it's like on the east side of the the continent there. Yeah. And I was trying to go up this area because I'm trying to go, there's like this big tower that has like a bridge that goes to another tower. Mm-hmm. It's around there. And I was trying to go up the right side of that tower and on the map you can. Like, there's ground there. But in reality, it's, there's nothing. Like, if you try to go, you'd fall into an endless pit and die. Yeah. So the map is, like, inaccurate in some places. I don't know about, like, Certain sides of the world don't mesh with each other. That's crazy.
0: So, this was, I, I mean, I, what... I think that they just make it when you're in the tower, it looks different. But I wonder why, right? Because they could just let you see out into the world like they do everywhere else. But they clearly programmed in a different landscape from this area because I went and you could see, like, the, when you put a marker, you see, like, a big blue spike. Of light in the world yeah. and it's going through a building it's clearly going through a building i did it on stream it's going through it like a coliseum looking building and i go i want to see what that is i teleport to the other side and now the i'm on the opposite side facing the tower i can see the tower where i was just standing and it's just going through water it's yeah, just nothing there but water so i don't know if it's i don't think it's something you can access unless there's some sort of you know you know how they like the, the rules like invading is like oh the worlds are smacking together or whatever so yeah. that was really interesting thematically to see because i love stuff like that i love to explore just the worlds and it's like what is that i want to find that and then i go and I go, oh it doesn't fucking exist what the hell is that but uh so that was an extremely interesting thing but there there's a lot of good points to it they've all the classic dark souls flare there's just like some filler in the middle that i can't help but think if they had you on a plan they could have balanced the entire thing a little bit better
1: yeah I think they, uh, like, all the 10 out of 10s this game got, I mean, that's the reason I bought it, but I don't think it's, it's not a 10 out of 10 for me, it's, it has flaws, if you say yeah. a game's 10 out of 10, to me it says it's a flawless game, yeah. I see flaws in this game.
0: I, I love it, I am having a lot of fun, I want to go play it right now, I think it's a really good game, I think they I think actually I want to take a second to, to point out some of the, because I, I did point out a little bit, but I'll point out a little bit more of the f- cool and fun things that I've done seen and done in the game. Um, because I do think it has a lot of merit as a game. And I think it's better than most games that are coming out right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it is like a really complete game. Oh, this was another interesting thing. So uh, I went to... um, There's a guy called Godry or something. Have you met Godry? He's like in a little shack in, in Kalen. I don't think so. So this is going to be a spoiler. I hope you don't mind as well. No, go ahead. But um, my, I found... Godri in a shack, and um, I like to be a complete menace. So he said, well, "If you find this girl, will you help her?" And I said, "Yeah." And then I killed him, and I I hit him with my weapon, and he turned into like a Prawnosaur or whatever they're called, but they look like a a prawn, and they're like a raptor, and they have like big. They look like a fucking centipede monster. But he turned into one when he died. <laughs> And I was like, okay. That's crazy. And then I found the girl that he wanted me to save, and I tried to kill her, and you can't. You just huh. hit like a, uh, a wall of light, and she's protected by it, and you cannot kill her. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: She must be like probably the most important character in the fucking game. I
0: have no idea, but I completely <laughs> fucking shit canned this dude's brain as soon as I saw him. He turned into a bug monster. And then I couldn't kill the girl he wanted me to save. And the reason why I end up killing him, well, later on I found out that the guy was like, some somebody was like, oh yeah, do the quest for Godry, you get a plus five Dex amulet. And I was like, well, I already killed him, so good. (laughs) But I don't need that shit anyway. I don't need plus five fucking Dex. I don't want Dex. I'm not wasting a slot on that. And then, but so my my entire like thing with the games, I've been streaming a lot of my playthrough. Is people will say, hey, go do this. I had a big struggle with it. And then I it's a boss and I literally jump attack them twice and they get staggered and then I do the follow-up critical attack and then when they get up I jump attack them again and then I roll backwards and I have a summoner with me or a, a summoned spellcaster with me that does literally 2 damage but they draw the yeah, attack from me for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go and hit them with a jump attack in the back and they get staggered again. It's it's insane how many bosses can get staggered.
1: Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. I like it. It's really good. And then now, again, so we talk about balance. I do think this is a good way of balancing it. Like, when you have magic, well, they balance it by the enemies. There's, like, super fast enemies that close the gap on you really quick so you don't have time to cast. Right. Or you're weak as hell because you put all your points into your FP and your magic casting, and you don't have a lot of points in anything else. But um, for me, I don't deal with that. I can tank damage, and then I just hit them back harder than they hit me. But for me, then, I'll run into an enemy. I think it's the one that you said that dropped that bloodbane sword or whatever. Yeah. And he's, like, just a huge knight with a giant shield. And um, he has unlimited poise, and I can't break his thing. So the way I have to... And I've sucked dick at parrying. So the way that I play it is I just have to memor—I have to memorize all of his moves. I have to perfectly <laughs> dodge it, and then I get one hit in when he leaves me open. And then I wait again and do it again.
1: It took me a really long time to beat that guy, like a long fucking
0: time. Yeah, guy, like, me too. Probably
1: the, the probably for me the hardest boss that they had. Oh, like, this like is like something. A boss.
0: I'm not sure if this is good or bad either, because this keeps happening to me too. These are two things. One one is like a good, and one sort of bad. So, in the beginning of the game, you go to this. This Castle Mourn or whatever, and like the bottom, the very bottom of the map, like the yeah. least south place you could go. And at the very back of it, first of all, exploring Castle Mourn was a delight. It was a great, greatly built castle. It's super fun. And then when you go out the back, there's like a really cool looking area. Like it looks beautiful. It's a well-designed world. And it's like a bunch of headstones on like a beach out in the middle of the ocean, kind of. And you go back there and you fight like a guy that's like a, he's got like the head of a lion, but he's like really fast and he has a sword. And he's just a mini boss. He's just it's called like Lioness whatever guy. And you kill him. And I was like, this is a really fun and cool fight, and he's really good and cool. And then I'll
1: tell you about him. Well, I
0: run. I missed I missed the the Evergale or whatever where you fight the where you fight the boss that you're talking about that gives you that sword. I missed it the first time. So I never fought him by himself. The first time I saw that that knight in full armor was when I went to Castle Redmain and you get to the boss and it is that lion and the knight at the same time. Oh, I haven't seen that. So I just walk in. I've never seen this knight before in my life and the the lion comes up and starts fighting. And I go, oh, the boss is just this lion guy again. I know all of his moves. I'm gonna destroy him. And then when he gets to half HP, the knight comes out and I was able to beat the lion several times, get a one on one with this knight, but I'm already like out of items and shit and I. And I do a jump attack on him, and he just eats it and stabs me in the fucking face. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" So part of me is like, I don't know if it's cool or not that they're like reusing so many bosses uh, and yeah. just like giving them more health, because part of it feels like really tacky and stupid and and like annoying, um, because it's like, "Well, I already beat this boss, and it's the same thing, but with more health," which feels really like phoned in. But I mean, it's when you overcome it, it still feels really good. So it's like, is that a byproduct of just the way the game is designed, or is it like them being smart? I, Dude, just... I didn't
1: even, I didn't even fight that boss in Castle Morn, the like lion-headed guy, because I summoned people. At first, I put my son sign down, and I got summoned. And at, every time that I fought the guy, it's like the easiest way to get those rune arcs because everyone two hands their weapon and they jump in and they fucking destroy him. Yeah, like they jump in and he gets completely stunlocked for the rest of the fight he doesn't yeah. get to attack it's absurd how fast he dies yeah so i never truly fought that guy cool i just killed him
0: i've originally. had yeah i've had i've had fights like that before
1: there was a i saw that night that uh you have to parry presumably i saw him i was like traveling through some area and i ended up i don't remember where i was even and i ended up like going through this tiny like there was like a little patch of bushes and then one of those knights just walked out from, like, a gate, and I was like, oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's so menacing. Me. And, well, here's here, here's two more quick little tidbits, and, again, I don't know how to feel about them yet, and I don't know if I want to reward the game for it or if I think it's corny. Um, so one of those really bothered me again. It was I I had been, like, going and Oh, when you get to the back of Castle Mourn, the very last, like, two enemies you fight before you go to that lion guy is two of those golem creatures that are, like, you you have the sight of grace It's by the rats and then you go across the bridge above the jellyfish and when you go across the bridge before you go down the ladder to fight them there's like a flying demon and just a regular demon with like a big hammer right mm-hmm. and I kill them and you go down or whatever right and then later on I go through like much later on I go through like a mine shaft and the boss at the end is just that that golem demon guy with the axe it's just him and he has the same health as like when he's in Castle Morn. So I, it just like, his health bar went down in like three hits because I was so much stronger at this point. Yeah. So that's another like... thing that bothers me is where, I, sure, they reuse the... They re, obviously, bosses from early game get turned into just regular enemies later on, but I fought him as a regular enemy before I fought him as a boss. So the yeah. boss was extremely lackluster because I would already fucking pieced this dude as a random enemy with two other people in the room.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of the caves have a boss that's just some guy it so will be like the, a giant with like a yeah. weird helmet and I'm like oh I've, I've fought this guy like one on one before yeah. in the world and now he's the boss and
0: so that, so that those, happened I'm to like, me oh, a I'm lot I'm
1: scared of this guy
0: yeah, that, exactly that happened to me a lot which, which again if you had just made the game make you go there first you would have fought him as a boss before he turned him into a normal creature so for me that's like again I'm like it doesn't really harm the gameplay it's still fun to fight him but for me it's like it does put this feeling in the back of my head where it's like this would have been cooler if I found it in order yeah and it feels not it's not as rewarding to crush through an entire cave because you got there literally 50 levels ahead of where you're supposed to get there um it's it's the i guess it's the entire crux of like an open world game where the uh, games haven't had this in a while and i normally like the end part of it but then this beginning part sucks where if we're in the beginning and there's like a level, an area that's for level people are at level five and there's people that are for level six seven eight you know and they sort of scale it up if you go if you go to castle morn it's for people level 10 if you go to if you go to Godric's Castle, it's for level 20, right? Basically. Um, but you'll also... Oops, I stumbled upon the level 50 area, and I'm getting my fucking shit kicked in. I always thought that was fun, because it's like sometimes you can overcome a level 50 area when you're level 20 if you play expertly, which is very cool. But then there's, the flip side is, well, now if I want to go through levels 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, I just got 10 levels from going through the level 50 area too soon. And I'm and now I'm expertly too high for this and now the entire first part of the game is a walkthrough and this and the later part of the game was
1: yeah I even think hard to do it has to do with how much easier this game is than previous dark souls because in previous dark souls you could still do that you could go to the wrong area first you can go to the catacombs first thing yeah It's just that they did have some mechanics present to prevent you from over leveling as a result for example skeletons don't give you souls yeah so you're not going to level up if you go to the catacombs first. But you could go to the wrong place, and you could get really strong, like, in theory. But it's a lot more difficult than it is in Elden Ring. And you're not going to get that much stronger in comparison to the other areas. You're going to go there, and it's going to be a little bit easier. But in Elden Ring, things are a pushover sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can, like, some of these bosses are like the tutorial boss. I don't know if you remember, but I just played it yesterday. The tutorial boss is literally just an enemy. He's just like a knight dude with, yeah. like, like, a sword and a shield. And so you you like... Repost them and you get the critical hit, and it does, like, literally, like... It kills him instantly when you do the guard counter, crazy. So, some of the bosses just feel like that. It's just, like, some guy. I'm like, well, there's a 100,000 of you out in the woods Mm -hmm. fighting wolves and shit. Like, what are you even doing here? How do you even get in this cave? And then they die in one hit, and and it's over. Mm -hmm. So, it just feels... It's just not rewarding. It's not rewarding. They gave... The player, like, too much agency to go wherever they want. Yes. And they kind of, in tandem with that, put things in somewhat yeah. random fucking locations. Where it's just like, oh, there's a random cave over here, random cave over there. And if you miss and, it, and that when you do find it, it's not going to be as enjoyable as exactly. it could have
0: been. And I think that part of the problem is that we have played Dark Souls games before. Because all these people that have not played it, that I talked to, like, they have that... You know, Dark Souls one flavor I had where you have this desperation, this frustration, but then you overcome it and you feel really good. But I had a thing happen too, excuse me, where um, you go and you get the you get the death route, and the guy tells you take this to the beast man. You do that, yeah, Yeah. and you you teleport to the beast man, and the first thing you see when you turn around is a giant black angel demon with huge wings and a giant spear or whatever, right? Right. And if you attack him, he kills you instantly. Does your whole health bar is a menace. But if you go the other way you just talk to the beast and you start the beast quest or whatever. But also the third option is to get on your horse and jump off the side of the thing. So you don't ever have to face him, which I did. And then you go down there. And again, I'm very low level at this point when you get here you're not strong. And there's like guys there that will basically kill me in one hit, but they're all so separated. And the area is so big that you can crouch, walk up to them and get free back smacks on them, which do 90% of their health. Yep. And then I can quickly just punish them after that and kill them. And they dropped over a thousand runes, per enemy. Yep. And I was like, by the time I, I didn't realize it until I got to the bottom and I sat at the side of grace and I had like 13,000 runes and it got me like four level ups. And I was like, what did I just stumble upon? And then so furthermore in this section, so this is like, again, I don't know how to feel about stuff like this. At the at that site of grace at the bottom of the hill, the first thing you see is a, a bridge with a giant dragon on it. And I said, I'm not even going to attempt to fight a dragon. I, but, but I go, but I want to go over there. So I seriously like went up to the bridge, looked to the left, and there's another bridge lower down. And I found my way around to it. And you could just take that lower bridge across. And I went over and found like four more sites of grace. There was um, a cave with a, a giant bear in it that was too strong to fight. Um, so I was like, I guess I'll just come back later, which is another annoying thing too, where it's like, you can get to these places and you can access the site of grace, but then you can't interact with anything because that bear is way too strong, you know? Yeah,
1: sometimes that happens.
0: So, I mean, it's, it's, again, what is the, the purpose of another flaw of this open world scheme is that I can get through, I've had a, a time where I got through an entire, like, dungeon and then the boss at the end was just two like s- cat stone monsters, and they were too strong. So I said, yeah, I'm just l- I'm just literally gonna have to. I can't. I can do everything in this dungeon but the boss, and I'm just gonna have to come back later because they the do too much damage. Thing happened to me, and it bothered then. me so much because again, in a regular Dark Souls game, there would be there'd be nothing else to do. You have to beat this thing to progress. Yeah. So you would either have to. Figure out what you're doing and, and get better and beat it, or go farm souls, but you still have to beat this thing. But I just left, and then again when I came back to them, they were painfully weak. Yeah, because I, I wanted to see what item they had for me.
1: There's a yeah, and I bet the item was like an Ash of War. That it was use. all of them are Ashes of War. Or, That's another or problem. The since they have they have all these little these little stems of areas that you go to that lead nowhere. All these caves lead they don't lead to other caves. They have a boss fight at the end, and then you can teleport out yeah and the rewards for doing a lot of these caves is it's almost nothing it's exactly like, it, if you get the mines the mines are good because you go to the mines you can get tons of upgrade material and stuff yeah it's really cool and the mines are kind of shown on the map as well yeah before you even enter them so it's cool but if you go into like the catacombs or some of these random caves you get to like you do all this stuff you you work hard and you you get, like, almost no souls at the end of it. It's like, it doesn't account for yeah. much. And you can't level up a lot, and the the reward is, like, nothing. There'll be, like, very few items in there. It's like, what did I get from that? Crafting materials and Exactly.
0: So, but the, the 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 problem with that, too, is the dungeons themselves are all really fun. I thought they were all, like, diverse, and they all felt really good. Like, the one that with that two-cat boss, you have to, like, make the lift go up and then drop below it. There's literally no other way to get down yeah. there. And then... The one that I just found most recently, the way to get to the boss was the area is just like a step down, and then you make a left and a step down and a dead end, and the way to the boss is through like six secret walls. Oh, wow. It's literally the way to the boss. You have to find them. And um, again, they're painfully easy to find, unfortunately, because there's so many messages in the game. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... It would have been cool to find on my own, but I didn't. But it was like, wow, this is like so different from the other dungeon. They could have been all copy-paste dungeons that were pretty similar, and I think there's a couple copy-paste things in the game, but like the dungeons themselves are rewarding, but then I get to the end, and there's another problem. I've done six, seven, eight dungeons or whatever that are like this, where they're the stone dungeons, you have to pull the lever to open up the door to get into the boss fight, and you get into the boss fight, and you get I get a summon, an ash summon or whatever, and... Like again, I have put almost no points into mind, so all of the I can I can't summon any of the good summons because it costs too much FP. It costs too much FP.
1: So yeah, I just keep iPad.
0: unlocking things that I can't use. Yeah. So again, there's like the dungeon itself is rewarding, but it's not rewarding enough to make me want to go through it when I know there's nothing at the end for me. And then I use a stone sword key or whatever to unlock a room. Guess what's in it? Magic. I just want a fucking great axe.
1: yeah me too actually i've been looking for striking weapons and they're very few and far between
0: and then i did so they basically um they did also the 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 boss souls thing where you can turn them into weapons but you can also duplicate boss souls in this game now at mausoleums and you can just get both weapons if you want oh cool i figured you have to do again plus for that no you could do it in the same so like have you ever seen that guy walking around that is just on four I forgot
1: about him entirely already, but I did knock him down and go in. Oh, okay. So this is the thing.
0: It was I was actually playing and and um, Matt was in my stream, and he's like, "Yeah, I got to this guy. I don't know what to do." And I just started attacking him. I was like, "Look at these barnacles. You can destroy them." And he just sits down, and you can go in. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) he was like, "Oh shit!" And you go in, and when you go in there, it lets you duplicate a bossel that you have. And there's the the again, that's cool because I was like, "Oh, maybe." Maybe I won't do this one because what if I don't want these weapons? And I duplicate this soul and there's only a couple of things. There's literally a place later on called the, like the mausoleum pit and there's like ten of them walking around. Yeah, so, I saw the
1: second one and I was like, what dude, the fuck there's I like five shadow? of them. There's That's so crazy. many
0: they're, and they're all in the same area and they literally I don't I don't know how to get into these ones because they don't have a bell underneath them. They just jump in the air over and over again. <laughs>
1: What the fuck? Dude? It
0: so weird. I mean, yeah, stuff I'm... like that is super cool. When you walk into this area, and there's three of them walking, and the ground is literally shaking, and your controller is vibrating, and they're jumping into the air. Um, like, that shit is super cool. But again, still, I'm just riding my horse through nothing. So it's they, they there's something about it where it's cool and shitty at the same time in so many aspects.
1: Yeah. I just want to say a few things because uh, I was very critical for like this whole podcast. Yeah, I was
0: doing the same thing. I didn't want to. I wanted to come in here and say how much I like the game and how much fun I'm having. And I was like, we've well, been <laughs> shit talking it for <laughs> an hour. Yeah, it's, it's very,
1: very good game. Yeah. Uh, despite the flaws that we've listed, which I think are entirely valid. Well, I think, yeah, real term. quick
0: before you get to that, I think that the flaws are coming from a place of love because we are Dark Souls diehards who have again yeah. played 1, 2, and 3 all the way through several times with different builds and love them to death in spite of their flaws as well and we just can't help but think that it is it is a really great core game but these things exist so go on
1: yeah it's uh it's great i think they've made it a lot more accessible for new players in the sense that they can just turn around if they like say you get to a a boss you can't beat you can literally go to the other side of the fucking planet that's what i did when i I couldn't beat margit for a little while so i ended up going all the way to the east Mm-hmm. And that's how I went to Kalin and I did all that stuff. So there's a, there's a lot to do if you can't beat the boss. Yes. Whereas in previous Dark Souls, if you couldn't beat the, beat the boss, well, then get used to yeah. dying to yeah, the boss. Yeah, then continually
0: fight him. Yeah.
1: So there's that. Uh, I d- There's a little bit too much emph- emphasis on FP, like you said. Like, they need you to have big FP to do a lot of the mm-hmm. things that they put in the game. But there's a lot of weapons. I see everyone I summon is using a different weapon that can still destroy the boss in, like, two hits. It's insane. So yeah. So there's, like a good variety there in the sense that people can get powerful in different ways. I think you really like the strength build so you're not going to appreciate these other ways but mm-hmm. I think the variety is important for people that want to play different ways. I do think it's just a little bit too easy but I think that can be a good thing in some ways especially the stealth is un- absurdly forgiving. It's the easiest stealth game ever. Yeah, like you could just you, As long as you're crouched they can't fucking see you. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And the thing where you can... They call it a guard counter. If you yeah. block regularly, not parry, just block, and then afterward you press the attack button, you stun the enemy and you get a free repost. Mm-hmm. Repost. It's it's very very easy to do. It makes a lot of fights a lot easier.
0: And there's a handful of shields already. If you know how the stats work, um, that have 100% d- like physical negation. Yeah, so no I, you could start with one. I, I oh, think, yeah. I forget which class. I've it found is, like, like four. They're they're abundant. Yeah. I, when i didn't
1: start with one i just bought one from like one of the first purchases.
0: again uh, now uh, now i have to touch on this really quick now that you mentioned that i have been i've have uh, been having a lot of time like accessory joy from the game when these new people magic man and my brother in law will come to me and say what does this do and what does this mean and my like advanced wealth of knowledge about dark souls games will be like oh this stat scaling means this oh you should be doing this oh well you know he goes why am i taking damage when i'm using a shield oh you have to make sure the physical damage negation is 100 but it also will damage your stamina still you know so like having all this knowledge is um i think a detriment in this game because they get to experience it and figure out all that, all that stuff and how it works and like why weapons work and when you find a good one you finally go oh my god this has new scaling and stuff like that and now i'm sort of already like from the start of the game min maxing where i go what what's, a, yeah. what's the best thing i can get what's where in that game i was just like fucking around and figuring it out
1: yeah and figuring maybe it out is, yeah it's very fun it's huge to dark souls and i yeah. wonder what it would be like have Elden Ring be my first Dark Souls game. Yeah. I d- I've been thinking that a lot because I had this similar thought process when it came to Metroid Dread because my, my roommate at the time was, was playing it and he had never played a Metroid before. So I was like, Oh I'm wow, gonna, I'm going to try not to tell him anything and see if he struggles understanding certain concepts or certain puzzles mm-hmm. that I didn't. And he did. He didn't understand Shine Sparking because the game does tell you how to do it, Yeah, but he didn't fucking read it because a lot of players just don't read shit. Yeah. Uh, There were certain things that I didn't read. I didn't know you could uh, phase shift more than once the dash move. I didn't know you could do that more than once until I was at the final boss.
0: Yeah. See, that's the problem with games is making you read it, it doesn't sit in. Again, exactly what I read. I didn't even realize I read the thing about the fucking Divine Towers because I don't want to read a page of how to do stuff because you can't... I can't... I'm not the type of mentally fortune old person where I can commit that to memory and understand it just from reading it. I gotta put it in practice a couple times. Like, let me try it out, right? Give me an opportunity yeah. to figure out what you mean by that.
1: Yeah, most people learn better by doing it anyway, yeah. so. So there's certain things that you, you can't, it's hard to to see it, but sometimes your previous previous experience with uh, the series makes the game like, a lot more understandable to you than it would be to a brand new player. Mm-hmm. And sometimes brand new players struggle with things that we have already internalized because we figured it out in the last game. Yeah. And Dark Souls can be a culprit for that. Like you were saying, people don't understand like, how to even use your Estus flask. They, they really need to tell you that type of stuff yeah. <laughs> in the game. Like, yeah. That should be a thing. But it does make for a very interesting experience where you, sometimes you just learn it all on your own.
0: But then, again, the the diversity in this game allows me, again, these people that I'm talking to, when everyone that I've talked to has a completely different build than me, and they all tell me that I'm a psychopath and I'm an idiot. Like, the guy's (laughs) like, you know, he's like, oh, I use magic, I do this, and this boss was, like, so tough to fight because he kept closing the gap, and it was really fun when I overcame him, and I was like, yeah, I hit him three times with a jump attack, and he got (laughs) staggered, like, every other boss that I fight. And the people will be like... You know, oh, dude, I fought these two giants. They took me forever. I had to ride my horse around. It was a really cool horse battle where I was using magic. I said, yeah, I smashed him in the ankle with my giant rusty anchor and he fell down. <laughs> and I, he just falls over if you hit him enough. They all do. <laughs> and so it's been, for me, it's a complete blast to just like, you know, I, I, I sort of am like leaning into the rusty anchor because I can't find anything else. I'm just the fucking anchor guy and people see it and they go, what are you holding and it's, I'm like, it's a giant... I don't, dude, you got to look at someone holding it. It looks... In, it's, I look mental. I have
1: it. I'll, I'll equip it. Dude,
0: it's like so it. big. And I just two-hand it. Like, the guy would be like, yeah, how'd you beat this guy? You know, he 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 breaks my stamina every time with this move. And I go, I don't know. I don't use a shield. <laughs> I just jump over it.
1: That's the craziest thing is that you don't use a shield. I See, two-hand hand gate,
0: it. Does damage. Damage.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does more damage. Yeah, and you can do the stance break things a lot easier with... Uh, yeah, you break more
0: weapon. stances, yeah.
1: But when the... I, the only thing I saw for Elden Ring was the trailers that are on Steam. Like, I didn't like listen to any interviews. There's always, like, a ton of information. I didn't look at shit. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to anything. But then it got all these 10 out of 10s, and I was like, well, it's from software, so I bought the game. Mm-hmm. And one thing I remembered from seeing, like, the very, very early trailers is that nobody had a shield. They were, like, blocking with their sword. And I was like, oh, it looks like they got rid of shields, and they were trying to make it more, like, interesting with the mm-hmm. combat. And they were doing all these crazy moves, and those were all obviously weapon arts. Yeah, and then I got the game and I'm like, oh, this is this is literally Dark Souls. There's nothing different. I don't know what yeah. to expect. <laughs> I don't know what to expect because of Sekiro. In between the last Dark oh, Souls game, there was Sekiro. Like... Yeah. So I was like, oh, I wonder what they're gonna do Sekiro, now. Sekiro, you
0: literally have one weapon.
1: Yeah, and it's no a shield game. It's yeah. Not even, it's not Dark Souls like really at all. No, it's so completely I different. Like, I thought they were getting away from the Dark Souls formula because they went with Sekiro. I think it's too hard to go to stuff. Sekiro
0: because you have to be like really good to to beat Sekiro. Figaro, I struggled. I, I love that game by the way. I quit. I, I I'll briefly touch on this. I I tried it. I got to the to the general that uses the lightning thing that they have to do the lightning counter on. I fought him for an hour straight. I couldn't beat him and I said I don't think this game's for me, and I uninstalled oh, it. Real? Yeah. I loved that game so much. I couldn't stand it. it. That part pissed me off. I was having, like, a pretty good time up until then. There's some things about that I didn't like, but... It's um, a
1: really interesting game. It's like a rhythm game. More it's, than. it's it's like, so yeah, you, you
0: have it's to play, weird. like, pretty specifically, which is something that I don't do well with. I'm, cl- I'm clearly very stubborn. I've refused to put even a single point into dexterity if I don't have to. <laughs> and when people, when they force me to play a certain way that I don't want to, it's like, it's, especially when it's been working for a majority of the game, right, when I'm... You know, people say, oh, just use this weapon. I'm like, well, I don't want to put points in dexterity. And they're like, well, just do it. And I'm like, well, I don't want to. Because, yeah. like, for me, that's where it comes down to, like, I've never had to do it before in a Souls game. I know this is a different game, but I'm still stubborn about it. Well, um, most
1: Souls games, it's like, uh, it's it's called the quality build is to put 40 in strength and 40 in dex. That way you could wield every weapon in the game.
0: Yeah, I don't care about wielding dex weapons. Those are for pussies, for pussy pods with little tiny baby dicks and they use fucking girly weapons like a rapier, dude. It's like, I'm not going to... Might as well use a letter opener, you fucking pansy. <laughs> I have a giant rusty anchor, and I'm going to cave your skull in with it and scoop out <laughs> your insides, dude. It's not a big deal. But, so, oh, and this is one other thing that I, I, I... Again, I'm, like, so dumb and so mindless. I'm a fucking Neanderthal, and I just brute force my way through all the games. But I don't use weapon arts ever. And, dude they're so strong and I well I so the one I had was he screams and it lets you do a combo of charge attacks or whatever but every enemy it takes way too long I was like this is right. I can't get this on anyone so I just found one and this one's super interesting and I like it a lot so when you get like one of the whetstone knives or whatever you can you can when you upgrade your your weapon when you change your weapon art at the blacksmith in the round table hold um, you can excuse me uh, you can change the affinity like at random if it has it on the weapon art like before remember you used that like get special embers and shit to like change your weapon affinity well you could like yeah. go and just change your affinity there if you have a whetstone that like corresponds to it so you can just like equip if you have like a fire art and a and a weapon you can just make it a fire weapon there um but another interesting thing is you can just ch- you can keep it standard and add the fire art, so I that's what I did. So I so it doesn't change my weapon stats, but I have the fire art which is he blows like a smoke of fire out with him. But then I read the 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 the, the description of the fire art and it says if you charge attack afterwards, it does a follow up. And not only does it do a follow up, but it does make your weapon a fire weapon for like the next thirty seconds, which I thought was very interesting. But you yeah, have the... a temporary
1: affinity. I saw a similar thing with a holy weapon. You, you throw out like a, a sword beam of holy light or some mm-hmm. stupid shit, and then your fucking weapon glows with holy power for like, yeah. you have a buff for a little 30
0: while. 30 seconds or whatever. Yeah, so I didn't count it, but again, part of this is like my, my stubbornness and my unwillingness to change and my unrelenting desire to be a complete brute. But I, I did equip the the fire one and it's cool because it hits in like a small cone in front of you. So now when like you know three rats push me, I just tap the left trigger and if it doesn't kill them, I tap the right trigger right afterwards and then I do a quick strong attack follow up and now my weapon's on fire, so I can actually hurt people with like the weapon thing. I still after playing all the games don't really understand how affinity works and like, you know, it drops the main damage of your weapon but then increases it with fire and like it seems like it should be doing more damage, but sometimes it doesn't. So I think enemies have like resistances to fire and that's why it doesn't work. That gets very complex. And again, I'm a dumb brute. So I usually just pound on them with a standard weapon that's the best. But it is really cool to have the option to sometimes have fire on my weapon and not fully commit to it. And that's really the only benefit I've had as a full strength user of like diversity in my build. Where I can just with
1: weapon arts and stuff is like I said earlier, there's like a bigger emphasis. They want you to put points into having F P. They want you mm-hmm. to have magic power so that you could use either the weapon arts or just straight up use magic. Yeah. And uh I <clears throat> I use that Bloodhound Fang thing. The weapon art on that does like so much damage. It's absurd. Yeah. But it takes half my MP, so I don't ever use Never it. Never use it. Yeah. But well, I see it... other people using like they'll use their weapon art where their sword becomes a giant fucking blade of blood or some shit yeah. and it'll do half the boss's hp so it's like absurdly strong and what magic as well also seems to be absurdly strong
0: it is pretty strong oh and then here's one more thing related to that where my weapon art for the longest time like i said was like barbarians cry and you he screams and you get powered up and you can do like a three or four weapon hit combo but it's a it's a right trigger strong attack combo which isn't really that beneficial because you'd never have the the stamina for it it takes too long and who fucking cares you need to be able to dodge and you can't waste all your stamina on a multi-hit strong weapon combo you'll never get it off anyway it's like kind of bad for for that weapon type or whatever but it's, it comes on the the rusty thing it was what i had it was it's what it comes with right right and so i didn't want to get rid of it for the longest time too because when you replace it if you don't have the if you haven't found the weapon art out in the open you can't you lose it you know what i mean you can yeah. find weapon arts out there. So I replaced it with the fire one. I said, "Fuck it, I'll bite the bullet and do it." And then literally the next thing I did in the game was you go north of Godric's, You go through like a lake. You go north of that. I found that like cliffside thing that like climbs up the cliff. And at the bottom of the cliff, I found my old weapon art. Oh wow! That I just got rid of. So I was like, not only is this super far away and hidden, I just got an item that is an item I just basically threw out. So, again, there's more, like, uh, this exploration is, like, it's so far away. It's so hidden. It's so, like, deep into the game. And it's an item that I will never use (laughs) because I just got rid of it. Yeah. so it's again it just keeps happening to me but i again the, the the cool thing about the temporary affinity i think they should have leaned into that a lot more i love being able to not have to fully commit to a fire weapon but having it when i need it when i have the it only takes a little bit of fp to use so like that was yeah. really fun and engaging for, for they for my build. had that but they, they had that in
1: the form of items before where you, yeah, fact, you can, you can. yeah you can coat your weapon yeah you call your your weapon with fire or your holy power whatever the hell but now it's not tied to a a finite resource.
0: I think more FP. things should do that. Having like craftable and usable resources is boring and stupid and slow, and having it tied to FP would have made me want to put more points into it. If I could have got any affinity by finding the weapon art attached to it, if I would have known that, and just gotten it for the a, a, you know, same amount of time as like the old weapon coatings, I would have done that more, because it would have been more fun to just cast it, hit them with a thing, follow up with an attack, and now I have the affinity. It's a very fun and engaging way to use it, and I think more things should have stuff like that. I like You shouldn't be able to craft... Who cares about crafting? They can delete crafting entirely and just put this item system in the game. I wouldn't have to craft, you know, grease for my sword that lets me do fire damage if I could have just used this cool fire art, which I do anyway. Yeah. I think it's a much cooler system. It's definitely more dynamic, right? I would 100% dump points into FP if it meant I can switch my... I mean, again, that would suck too because you can't switch your weapons art except for at a site of grace or at the blacksmith themselves, so you kind of, like, get fucked. You can't do it anyway. You'd have to build your... That's the. Th- I guess. I guess it's sort of the same thing with magic, so it's okay. That's a balance. Like with magic, you can't just switch your magic on the fly. You have to have a couple set up previously. So, I think that would be a cooler system. Um, but it's still fun to use. I'm having a blast. I'm gonna go play Elden Ring probably later today and stream it because it's fun.
1: Yeah, Elden Ring is a great game.
0: It is great. Um, we say that we say things about the flaws because we care for it. We wish that it could have been even better. It literally could have been a ten out of ten game if they had.
1: Yeah, it was. It was close.
0: It was close. It's a it very good game. Real
1: close. But this open world, there's a lot of flaws that I feel like no one pays attention to. No the, they, they really cares.
0: are. The, the, the main thing, and we got to wrap this up because we're an hour and a half in. But All right. the ma- <laughs> it's okay. The main um, thing I've been seeing online, people have this discussion about difficulty. And I just found it so interesting because you and I think that it's one of the easier entries into the series, if not the easiest. And everyone's like, Dark Souls should have an easy mode. And it's like... <laughs> That's something I never just I just don't understand like you know they're, they try and you know specifically something we've said is in the games need to have more levels and they need to be curated specifically so that the balance can be achieved yeah. in the game and and I think that the the Doom developers said that they try to put the player in the fun zone which is my favorite fucking thing to say ever I love being in the fun zone the
1: fun zone
0: they but I mean they they do it expertly I think but um more games need to do stuff like that and I think difficulty levels sort of take away from that unless they're higher i think the only difficulty levels that should be implemented are more more difficult
1: yeah like uh in devil may cry you can get to heaven or hell mode <clears throat> you die in one hit but so do all the enemies like cool stuff like that like i've already beaten a yeah. game you know that there's a, a, a mode, talisman
0: there's a talisman in um or should i say ring in elden ring that um just makes all the enemies aggro you and there's another one that just makes you take more damage that's, that's all they do yeah <laughs> one makes every enemy within range just aggro you constantly that's pretty crazy and the other one makes you just take more damage <laughs> I was like those are that's like hard mode right there
1: yeah they had that in the other the calamity ring they used to call it
0: yeah it's silly so yeah I mean I don't know, do you got anything else do you have any final words about Elden Ring
1: uh, I just wanted to talk briefly about the PvP because you said it wasn't your thing in, in previous games it was my thing I loved the PvP especially in Dark Souls 2 I played it a lot yeah uh, not so much in Dark Souls Three, but it is a thing that that well, you described earlier when you said you you invaded someone and they had like an extra person with them and they mm-hmm. just like it, that's called like a gank. They call that like, ganking in the in the stupid community with their dumb terminology. Yes, but uh, it's very common when you invade someone. A lot of the time someone else is going to be there, and you're going to have to win a two v one. And I think what people that enjoy the PvP they just accept that. They're just like okay. If yeah. I win, it means I won a two v one or a three v one, so that's like I just think it it might not it's just not for everybody. Yeah, they do have other things. I remember one time in Dark Souls two, I played the PvP. I I invaded someone, and there was like other people there because you said invaders could attack each other.
0: They had yeah. So I in this one I could attack the other invader and I could attack everyone, and so like me and the invader were like it was like two v one v one basically.
1: Yeah, so there was um, yeah. there was a, a th- in Dark Souls two, I inv- I invaded someone and there were other invaders there, but I found out later that this was like an organized thing called a well, th- not super organized, it's just a fight club where someone gets invaded and they just like who like it was like people rotated in and out. Like I like the person <laughs> that was invaded, he was the host. He never participated in combat. He would let other people invade, and they would fight each other. So, like, I killed somebody, and then someone else got summoned, and they just like got into that other guy's spot, and we w- one We won. And it that's pretty cool. Dark Souls is super cool with like all the little intricacies to the 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 PVP and the multiplayer that that occur. Where uh, if you invade someone, you'll know if they're honorable or not based on if they if they bow to you. They'll behave in certain ways. Sometimes yeah. people will like healing in earlier Dark Souls was considered extremely dishonorable. So you would fight someone in PvP and you just wouldn't heal. And the reason for that was <clears throat> invaders couldn't heal. They couldn't use Estus. Yeah. But the host could. So I just think Dark Souls PvP is like an accidental masterpiece. Yeah. Like they, they clearly <laughs> didn't plan any of this and it all like How could you naturally.
0: Yeah. How could you? It comes from the chaos of incels playing online. It's just yeah. Our, all there, they've
1: got is creativity. They were just like, let them invade each other and see what happens. And it turned yeah. out to be decent. It so, I,
0: yeah, I I didn't know. I mean, again, I in spite of it, I was... I, immediately, the first time I did it, I'm level 60 or something. So I, was, I already know I'm going to have a hard time because you get matched against people that have the same thing, but they're probably min-maxing. If they want to be invaded, right. they're ready for it, right? I didn't know any of this at the time. And I go in and there's two people and they fucking... I actually was oh, did okay the first time, but then I start getting smoked after that. But I literally just... Used that item and invaded until I until I won, and so there is still a draw there where I was like I can still it still had that Dark Souls feeling of like I can overcome this. You don't really like lose anything for losing, which is like weird too because like I'm not really sure if you gain anything for winning. So it was like I don't know what the like the draw is other than saying I killed a man, which is (laughs) we all know we like that. But so I I was still drawn to like this is difficult. I feels unfair. It's two v one whatever. I also have this random other person that might help me. It might try and get the kill for his own. Whatever. We can still hurt each other accidentally. But it was like, I, I want to get at least a win. I want to do it. And I still sometimes feel, after you do it a couple times with that, that guy, you normally have to use an item, but if you if you do the quest for this guy, he gives you an item that is unendable or whatever. It's like, a you can just use it over and over again to invade. You have to use, like, a bloody finger to invade, and it's a a numbered consumable that that you can... But but if you do this guy's quest, he just gives you a special bloody finger that you can use infinitely.
1: Yeah, but there's definitely something special about Dark Souls PvP. In the first game, when I, I, like, got invaded in the DLC, and that was the first time I didn't immediately panic and freak out and be like, oh my god, someone's invading me, and oftentimes I would, like, jump off a cliff by accident trying to run away from Yeah. (laughs) But then I would be like, all right, I'm going to fight this guy, and I got obliterated and died and i was like that was fun i'm gonna keep fighting people and i spent probably three hours in the beginning of the dlc area yeah instead of playing the dlc that i paid for <laughs> i fought people in pvp and it was a great time
0: yeah dark souls 2 had a really interesting thing too where they had all these covenants that were directly tied to pvp stuff that's why i did it so much in
1: dark souls 2 i want to be a dragon they
0: had yeah they had a lot of interesting stuff tied to it that was like made it more worthwhile um and I did it a bunch in Dark Souls 2 as well. It was weird, because you would, like, go into an arena sometimes. Like, it was...
1: Yeah. But when I did it, yeah, it was, that's like... Uh, sometimes the arenas would be filled... I noticed that there was, like, an arena for... it was, like, some kind of Covenant of Blood or some shit like that. Yeah. Everyone that I fought in that arena had, like, every magic spell and hate. armor. <laughs> it was <laughs> that's absurd.
0: There's a common theme here, of course, so...
1: Yeah, Dark Souls 2 magic was just... It was hexes. They were, like, really, really strong. Yeah. For PvP in particular.
0: I, I uh... Used a long sword. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so, I mean, Elden Ring is great. I'm going to go play it some more. It's really fun. I wish it could have been a masterpiece. It feels very close. Yeah. And I love, you know, I love the art style. I love the direction of the game. It feels like the natural next step for um, the Dark Souls series. Again, it feels like, I love Dark Souls so much, and I think people that like Dark Souls, it's like, this is basically Dark Souls 4, where you want more of the Dark Souls formula, but just tweaked enough to make it different. It yeah. was basically DLC, but an entire game, right? So yeah. I'm fine with that, right? Everyone wanted more Dark Souls 3. I, I can't play Dark Souls 3 again. I've already beaten it several times. I'm not going to... I'm tired of it. I have finished it, right? So what else can you do? I want more of the same combat, more of all the same enjoyment, but I want new settings. I want new monsters. I want new weapon types. I want new stuff. And this is like the next step. And for me, it felt like, you know... It felt like deja vu and um, mystery at the same time.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to finish the game. I hope uh, it gets more difficult as I go further. Yeah, me too.
0: I've only fought... I mean, I have 34 hours. I only fought two of the main bosses. So I'm just uh, dicking God- around. In- Godrick and who? Um, Raya, Raya Lucaria or whatever oh, okay, in the academy. Okay. That was a really fun, that was an interesting fight. I will, I'm going to ruin it for some people real quick. This is going to be the last thing I talk about. Um, again, my buddy who used magic was like, yeah, she's really tough. This, this, and this happened. And I go, okay, we'll see. And I completely demolished her get first try. <laughs> I walked in. She tried to use magic on me. I stunlocked her with a jump attack. She summoned a bunch of dogs and I just kept attacking her and I never stopped. And then she <laughs> died like a wimp.
1: I never stopped. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, so rusty Anchor is like your your
0: if I really found my niche clapping. here, like if they can get staggered, then I will win. And most of them can, and it's really yeah. fun. It yeah. feels very good when when I've found very few people that don't get staggered and they have insane poise and most people the only people I can think of are just dudes in full armor. The only person that didn't get that didn't get unlocked is there's like a giant jar in one point of the map and you have to fight 3 NPC summons in a row to get an item from him, and none of them got staggered, and they all used magic. So that was very tough. But I, it only took me two tries because I'm I'm a fucking giant anchor that just swats people <laughs> down. <laughs> it's a mess. So, um, you got anything you wanna you need to promote before we head out?
1: Uh Promote? No, nothing at all.
0: Anything? Your porn? Your porn site? Uh no, no, your no. Your private no. porn site? <laughs> That's unpromoted. <laughs> yeah, it's completely right, unpromoted.
1: Cool. I need to keep the FBI off my heels.
0: Oh yeah, the FBI um so yeah uh i everyone that's listening to this probably already knows but on twitter i'm um at treebone x go to treebone twitch.tv slash treebone robot check me out i'm streaming a lot of this i've also I'm concurrently streaming animal crossing which is fun and diverse it's complete it's the antithesis of dark souls i would say <laughs> of, of elden ring but i'm having a lot of fun doing it there's a lot of really great people in that community that are super fun um, but I'm streaming a lot of Elden Ring. It's been a blast. I'm going to be doing streaming more. And you get to see me beat Godric in one try on stream. So, first yeah. try. Oh, I need, I forgot to talk about fucking Godric. But that's why. El, you can talk about Elden Ring for 90 minutes plus and still have more to talk about. So, oh, absolutely. Sign of a good game. So, There's a lot in this
1: game. Maybe we'll I do another we one on this. I a lot, but I want to be really clear. Let's, this let's, is a let's, very good game.
0: Let's do an, Yeah, Yeah, let's say that. I think it is a very good game as well. I agree with that sentiment entirely. Let's do another episode after we beat it. Oh, absolutely. All right, cool. Sounds good. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for being here. Um, you know what they say, that, um, the early Eldon gets the ring, baby. <laughs> good night. <laughs>